hello, hello, hello. So, it is Tuesday. What is this? Like the ninth, I think? Time's really flying, you know. Yeah, it's the ninth. So, I don't even know, like, the day of the week anymore, the date. And it seems like time is really flying fast. And I was reading something that said that our universe is actually spinning faster um, and that, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know how, how do you really prove that? But I, I mean, I was reading this thing and it, I mean, it didn't make sense to me. So I'm not a science major. Sorry. I know y'all thought I was smart and all that, but I'm just going to have to disappoint you there. Um, yeah. So, so our world's spinning faster. And, uh, so if you feel like you're, Life is flying by. According to this article, it really is. I don't know. I believe or don't. I don't know where. I don't even know if I believe it. I just. It's interesting though. It is interesting. So, um, yeah. So we got some really cool stuff. So this morning I am enjoying a shake. So we got this new shake flavor, and I just have to talk about this because it's so darn good, and it's just. Um, one of those shakes, we have a lot of shakes in Herbalife, and uh, I have most every flavor, most of them. Could be one I, I don't care for, and that's actually a uh, seasonal, and that's the pumpkin. I don't really like pumpkin or anything. But this one is mango pineapple, and it's pretty darn good. This is so good. It's like my go-to everyday morning shake. Yeah, pretty good stuff. So, and then I put a little Pelesa in there, so that helps me not uh, want to, you know, snack and do bad things. So I can, I can behave. I'm not really like dieting per se, and you know, I've lost a lot of weight on Herbalife. I could stand to lose some more. Um, you know, when I got off my products for a little while, um, you know, I gained some of it back, but it wasn't like all of it because I lost 90 pounds on Herbalife. After I had my back surgery, I was bedridden for a, a really long time, and you can't eat meals like that and not move, not exercise, not do anything without gaining weight. So I gained a lot of weight after my back surgery, about the heaviest I'd ever been, and um, so uh, Herbalife helped me lose that. It was about 90 pounds. I already had a little bit of weight to lose anyway before the surgery, but it got really out of hand after the surgery. So I am, you know, I sell it, so I use it. And they say if you want to lose weight, you do two shakes a day. If you just want to maintain right where you're at or, you know, get good nutrition and have a simple breakfast, um, you would just do one shake a day. So I do one shake a day and then one meal a day. Sometimes I'll do two shakes and no meals, and that's really because I just I have I have health issues, y'all. I have liver disease. I have gastroparesis, which means I it takes me, you know, some people take a couple hours to digest food. It takes me all day to digest a meal, so I can only eat one meal a day. And I can have little snacky, you know, chips or something in between, but. As far as, like, a heavy meal, I can only have one meal a day. And so I get my nutrition from Herbalife for that reason, mainly. Um, 
And uh, so this is a really good shake flavor that we just got in, and I just got it uh, last week, and I, I haven't talked about it because I haven't really podcasted much. And so I wanted to share that with you. I also got on another product we've had for a while, and uh, I'm really enjoying how I feel on it. So I'm having more energy, and our weather's clearing up, so we've got a beautiful week here. And uh, so, yeah, our weather's clearing up, um, you know, warming up. All week we're in the 60s. I think we hit 70 towards the end of the week. And so, um, you know, that just spring has its own vibrance it brings to people. So, yeah. Makes it a lot easier to deal with all the craziness in the world. But here we go. So, um, now I had... I started a podcast yesterday, and then everything just went crazy all at once, and so I did not end up finishing it, and then I thought, I'll just start all over today. Hmm. So, now, in case you didn't know, I'm on Telegram, which is an app, and I really like Telegram because you... um. It's, it's very different from Facebook and, you know, all these other. Um, I'm not even messing with Gab and Parlor. I was on those, and for whatever reason, their, their apps don't work anymore. You know, we know Parlor was completely just taken down by Amazon. Uh, I think they're back up, but you have to use it on the website. And same thing with Gab. Um, Gab's app doesn't work. And I'm I'm just over it. I don't surf the net to get on websites. You know, if I do, if I get on the internet, I do a quick Google search for something I need to know. Um, may look into something. You know, I just don't hang out on the internet. Okay. Um, and we're gonna talk about that too today. So. The other thing that I, I wanted to say is, you know, all these other podcasters, you know, they're getting kicked off, you know, Twitter, now YouTube, and um, I will go to Rumble and watch, but I don't really like going to Rumble to watch videos because then my my phone or, um, you know, whatever device I'm on, which is usually my phone, um, it has to stay open. Like, you can't have something over it. You can't have it playing in the background and do something different. Like, you're you're dedicated to just stare at the phone. Uh, you can set the phone down, obviously. Um, but um, I, I just don't care for that. With YouTube, you know, I pay for the service where it can put play in the background. I can minimize it, and it's still playing, and I can... You know, be productive, look up other things, whereas if I listen to somebody's podcast on Rumble, I have to wait until it's over, I have to write things down, and then go look them up. I can't do it while they are talking. So I don't care for that. But I will go to Rumble because everything is, you know, right there. Um, but I search YouTube first, just so you know. Now, with, the, with that being said, I will be starting my YouTube channel, and we will be rocking and rolling with some videos. And I've got a couple of channels I'll be doing. So I had my wholesale channel, um, my real estate. I should just call it a real estate. It had more wholesaling on it than anything. And I think I've taken everything down. But um, I have my, my real estate channel. And then I have 
another channel um, that I have used over the years. I haven't, I don't have a lot on there. I think I've taken most of that down. Uh, so what I've got now is I've got the high velocity channel, and then I also have my regular channel. And I decided I'm going to, because you know we we pick on these uh, millennials. We do, and and you know I got to thinking. It is kind of funny that they don't know how to do anything, but it's really more sad than it is funny. And I'm not a big home ec person, but, you know, I can teach people, you know, the, the younger generation, you know, some common sense. And what we have to understand is a lot of them really are lacking home training, but they're also lacking because, you know, maybe they have parents that are on drugs and they just – were born and they're in the way and so they've never really been taught much or you know they, they don't they know how to do things and survive or maybe they ended up in foster care and you know everybody else is making all their decisions for them and they never really got you know a, a good person to sit them down and teach them things and how to reason and how to you know really act or you know really cook or clean so you know whatever and they're just kind of winging it in life. And so I thought, you know, what I would do is really try to affect change. It's it's really more sad than it is, um, you know, funny. You really shouldn't laugh. Um, but, you know, I mean, sometimes you just run into something and it's, it's kind of comical. But, um, you know, let's do something to affect change. So I'm going to be doing videos on that and just um, – you know, some of these people don't have a parent at all to turn to. Maybe, you know, their parents have passed away. Like I said, maybe they were in foster care uh, and and just don't have a real relationship because some of these foster cares are just run for money. You know, oh, you're 18, bye. Get out the door, pack your bags and go. And, you know, some of these people, they just they need somebody to take the time to, to show them and, and just, uh, you know, kind of be like a mother or father figure or, you know, something. Even though, you know, they're grown and all that, you know, they still, people need to be cared about. They, they need loved. And, uh, you know, I can do it from arm's length. Um, I've never been like social worker material. I've, you know, had a career in law enforcement. So, you know, I kind of carry myself a little differently than a lot of people, but you know, we do care about the communities uh, that we work in, and so, you know, it's probably a good idea, you know, to, to step in and do something, whatever you can do. So, I don't know. I've got um, a couple of things I'll be working on, so I'm, I'm probably trying to pursue more more radio and, um, and then uh, video recording as well. Um, in the near future, and I, I think that that's the uh, way I'm going. And, I, you know, I'm still kind of hanging out with uh, real estate. I'm just not doing as much um, because, honestly, I kind of feel like with the current events, I'm really watching that. I'm really pretty absorbed in that. But also I kind of think that we're at the end of the, the world, and we know there's a housing bubble coming. You know, the, the, the bubble's going to pop. Our economy's, you know, tanking. And I think, you know, everybody in mainstream media is trying to keep everybody busy. So when it does happen, it will freak everybody out. 
and I'm just kind of choosing a, a, a different path right now. Um, I'm not I'm not totally on a different path. I'm just focusing a little more on this one, if that makes any sense. So um, I may still do some stuff with my wholesale um, channel and business. I I just uh, just haven't haven't really decided. I, I've really been toying with it, but I just I really feel called to be here. Um, but I've also seen a lot of people who were starting up, you know, doing their their podcasts and their video stuff. They were going to do it full time. They were, you know, opening a studio, blah, blah, blah. And it seemed like every one of those people suddenly were not able for whatever reason. Their, you know, their audience just got kicked off of Facebook or, you know, they don't have a voice anymore. So unless you're searching the net for these people, um, you're not going to find them. Same thing with YouTube. And so... Um, you know, I'm just going to be really honest. I'm, I'm, I pay for this service with YouTube, so I don't want to leave YouTube. Um, I can also download videos uh, to play when I when I don't have um, data, and you know, I could save music and all that. So you know, I've got a pretty extensive buildup on YouTube. So. I think that that's important for me. Now, I can't tell what other people what to do, but I'm just telling you, you know, kind of, I'm kind of putting it out there. And, you know, if you're a podcaster and you've had YouTube channels and whatnot, um, then I think you're you're going to understand, you know, we're losing a lot of our followers because we're, we're being put off these platforms. Now, I believe in speaking truth, but I also believe in, you know, getting the content and putting it out there. But I think there's a fine line, too, and I think, um, you know, ma- I'm not big, so nobody's going after me. Twitter Twitter got rid of me, but, you know, by the same token, it was probably a blessing because I got rid of everybody else that I was listening to anyway, you know, following on there. So there's very little left on Twitter, if anything, and I don't even visit the site anymore. So, um, and, and, you know, they're, they're – um, their stocks are plummeting over it. Uh, I think Facebook's having a really tough time too, and you know these draconian, you know policies that they have, and you know censoring people and whatnot uh, is catching up with them. But by the same token, you know we have to we have to have our content and be able to be found. If we don't have you know a way to be found, then we're not found. I know that sounds incredibly simplistic and stupid at the same time, but, you know, a lot of people are just like, yeah, just go to my website, and, you know, I can have endless video, and I'm just like, I don't want to go to 32 websites every day just to get the content, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's getting tough out there. So, um, with that said, now, there is one person that I listen to their podcast, um, YouTube or Rumble, I think that person flip flops, and I'm I'm just gonna put this out there because I I don't they have good content um, overall, <coughs> but there's something that they're not addressing that I think is important and we need to address that. 
so there's a lot of talk of Nasara and Jasara. Um, Nasara being, you know, national, and Jasara is, you know, where it goes global. Now, there's been a lot of financial talk lately, um, you know, in gold and silver and this and that. So let me just say this, though. Um, you know, what the what the bankers have done to the people, it's not even realized within people that talk of Nasara and Jasara. So this is something that I have personally studied. I've taught these classes for years, um, going back to almost 20 years now. Um, and I got a crash course, and it wasn't because I wanted to study that material. I learned it you know, under some really tough circumstances. And so I'm going to talk about it because, you know, for years, uh, well, two decades, I've been called a conspiracy theorist. And I've been called, you know, one of those people that wears a tinfoil hat. I don't much care. Um, because you know what? It's not a conspiracy. It's coming out in a little more, you know, a lot more people are talking about it now. So it's, you know, it's not a theory. It's being proven, and we're going to find out the hard way. Um, you know, that's what we get as a society for, you know, helping the elites, if you will, um, calling us, you know, crazy nut jobs, tinfoil hat, you know, people. Um, loonies, you know, whatever, you know, pick your word, um, and so we're all, we're all going to find out the hard way, and it, and by the time that happens, it's not even going to be, you know, hey, I was right, I, I don't care to be right, you know, I've just put the material out there, now plenty of people listen, and, you know, you'll, you'll find your tribe. They always say that, and it's true. You'll find your tribe, and people will listen to you, and they will like your content, they'll like your point of view, or they won't, and they'll move on. It's going to be one or the other. Here's what we're going to talk about, though. I'm going to start on this one. And, um, you know, it's, I think it was, let me see if I can do a quick Google search. I want to say it was back in 1956. For some reason, the Uniform Commercial Code came into play. See what Google will tell me. Well, actually, I've been using Google on this computer, but, oh, it's not even using Google for something. Um, but I've been using DuckDuckGo on my phone. When I'm when I'm looking for something that I okay, it's actually in 1942. It says a group of legal scholars begin work on one of the longest and most comprehensive sets of uniform laws in the United States, the Uniform Commercial Code. Uh, two organizations, which is the American Law Institute which also developed the Restatements of Law and the National Conference of Commissioners on Uniform State Laws developed the code. Now, 
when it actually went into play, though, I believe, for some reason, I had 1955 or 56 coming in. Maybe that's when Social Security came in, um, the Social Security card, and they, that's when it all really started tying together. I do know around, yeah, that sounds about right, and then... The Now, birth certificates started becoming mandatory in the 30s. Now, in 1933, uh, this one podcaster, I'm not going to mention the name, you know, um, because if you listen to me, probably listen to that person as well. Um, But in 1933, they didn't just take the gold. They made it illegal for you to possess gold. So if you went to, you know, dig up your backyard, maybe you're going to install a pool and you find a great big, you know, gold bar, it's illegal for you to have it. You have to turn it over to the government. Um, so that's what, that's what happened back in the 1933. So we went, uh, we left the gold standard at that time. So this has been a lot of trickery and deceit. So after that point... Um, you started now, now it used to be before then that when, you know, you have a baby, you write the name down in your family Bible. They, they had a page, uh, probably something similar within, uh, Judaism in, um, like a, like a Torah scroll or, or something. I am actually not familiar with that, um, because we don't have like a family Bible like Christians do, but, um, but I've never seen it and so I'm not sure what what we do actually I should look into that but um so what would happen is you just write down you know all the information and it would be in the family bible and your family bible was kind of like where all your stuff comes together where where you know your family tree is and uh at some point Around 1933, they said, well, you know, we should just do a birth certificate. You know, it just, it's easier to keep up with. The state can keep up with it, blah, blah, blah. So everybody's like, yeah, that sounds good. You know, in case your family Bible gets lost or, you know, your house burns down or whatever, the state has a record of it, right? So that's what we're tricked into believing. Now, at some point, and I I don't recall when this started happening, but they started to actually show where they were bonding the birth certificates. So if you look at either your birth certificate and or your Social Security card, you'll see what I'm talking about. Now on the Social Security card, it's numbers on the back. It's a letter and then some numbers on the back. And um, and that's actually a bond number. Now, you can't just look it up like that because I've tried. And, you know, a lot of these things are hedged uh, in, you know, they're pooled into different, um, I want to say hedge funds. I don't even know if, if it's all hedge funds necessarily, but they're, they're pooled assets. Now, currently, and not, not just now, but, you know, for probably the, at least the last 20 years we've known about this, where, like, in particular, China is coming in and buying up these assets. 
So people have kind of joked about it, but it's really not funny. Um, and they said, yeah, somebody, somebody in China owns me. And it's true. You're, you are owned by whoever owns that pool of assets. And you might have, uh, you know, a number of handlers, a number of owners, so to speak. That's where the fraud comes in. And we already know about, you know, the fractional banking and the interest and all the frauds that they do. That's that's pretty common knowledge, you know, and people have just kind of accepted it and said, you know, that's really shysty, it sucks, you know, but they've been doing it and, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. So we're stuck with it. And that's kind of the mentality that's out there. Um, you know, some people don't know, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so here we are. We're sold into slavery. Our birth certificates are bonded, okay? So this isn't just a term. Now, in the Bible, in the Christian Bible, it talks about you're bought and paid for with, with for a price, okay? And I thought that was really curious. And then when I learned about the UCC, it started really coming together for me. And I was like, whoa. So our Messiah has to do something to be our Messiah because we are going to come into some really tough times. And our Messiah is going to get rid of that slavery. When you are born, if you have a birth certificate, you've been sold into slavery. You didn't know. Your mama didn't know, most likely. Nobody knew what they were doing, per se, because they're just thinking, you know, the, the law requires it. That's why they like babies born in hospitals, you know, um, so they can control this and that, you know, make sure everybody gets a birth certificate and a social security card. Um, we are enslaved at birth. Now, when I say that, it's not just some kind of proverbial, yeah, we're all enslaved to the financial system, you know, blase, blase, blase. It's not that. You are literally owned by somebody. Somebody can literally come knocking on your door and cash in on your ass, and there's not a thing you can do about it because you are owned. Okay? Now, we don't see that yet, but it's coming. Now, I believe, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know where I stand with Trump. I believe Trump is that Messiah. I believe all the people that are working with him that are in the know about all of this stuff, I believe that these are people from another, I don't know, planet, they're angels, there's something. There's something going on. Now, <coughs> right now, Trump is still in power, but he's letting the Democrats, he's letting, um, I, you know, I shouldn't even say Democrats, I, I should say just the deep state. He's kind of letting the deep state take over. And here's the reason. It's a couple. Now, if if you're standing there on the on the sidewalk and you're talking to somebody, you know, you're just you've just stopped and you're talking to a, a long lost friend or something, 
and some guy comes up and shoves you out of the way and says, I saved you. You're going to be like, dude, get your hands off me. Like, what the fuck are you saving me from? You've done nothing but push me down to the ground. You've assaulted me, right? But if a car is barreling at you and it suddenly, you know, the same person pushes you down and you see that you're in danger, um, then you say, wow, thank you for saving me, right? Now it's no longer an assault. The person's actually saved you, right? You have to see that you're in peril or you're not saved from anything. Does that make sense? So, you know, if we're just knocking people to the ground, we're not saving them. But if a car's coming and you, and you knock them down, well, okay, you, you've saved their life. Now, I think that when Scripture talks about, I go and prepare a place for you, I think that's what Trump's doing now. I think that's where that context comes in. Because remember, um, in, in my mind, at least, you know, you may not think like me or maybe you're thinking and you're not sure, and that's okay. But in my mind, um, I believe Trump is, is the, the Jesus that was written about in the New Testament. I think it was, a, a, you know, written for future events. And it was written in a way <coughs> that kind of fit with old times, um, you know, where it would kind of be very obscure, right? <coughs> so, um, let me get a, get a drink here. So, if it's written for a future time, well, then it's going to look like it's saying one thing, but it's going to be pretty darn close to what's really going on now, if I'm right. So this is what I'm seeing. I am seeing where he goes to prepare a place. Now, what is he preparing? Okay, remember, we've talked about um, D.C. possibly being demolished. I believe it's going to happen. I believe it's going to go back to being a swamp. Um, it was a swamp, and, you know, it was built up over time, and it's, it's going to go back to what it was. All the people are going to be arrested. All the children will be saved. Uh, the the White House. And I think by the time they're done, you know, with all these mass arrests and all that of of people, uh, uh, even in the Pentagon, really, but um, in the Capitol, the White House itself, um, you know, all these people that have done or helped people do dirty stuff are going to be dealt with. They are going to be judged, right? And remember, too, in Revelation, it talks about how, you know, the people are going to say, your judgment is righteous and true. So we, the people, are looking around and we're seeing, you know, all the dirty stuff these people are doing and the, you know, the babies uh, being kidnapped and tortured and uh, sacrificed and uh, sexually abused, trafficked, um, we're, we're going to look at all of these things and the dirty stuff they've done with money and politics and all that, and we're going to say, your judgment is, is tr righteous and true. So that's coming in Revelation. What's he preparing right now, though? 
Well, he's letting people know that you're in peril because he can't be your savior if you don't feel like you're in peril. He'd be an assaulter, right? He'd be the guy that just knocked you down for no reason. So you have to see that you are in terrible condition and now something comes barreling at you. Now when he pushes you down, he's no longer the assaulter. He's your savior, right? Okay, so um, we know that Mar-a-Lago is a, it was intended to be a second White House or summer retreat, you know, White House retreat kind of thing. And Trump ended up buying this. Who knew, right? How did he know all that back in 1980 when he bought it or 85? And so he's down there and, you know, he's fixing that up. We're not going to have much left as far as representatives and all that. But all these worlds, or I'm sorry, all these uh, countries around us, all these nations are falling. They have no leadership. Governments are, you know, they've walked off. They've been arrested. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff that's coming to light. Um, you know, you can look at resignations. It's either resignations.org or resignations.info, I think is the one. Or maybe it's, I don't think it's .gov. It might be .gov. Um, actually, you know what? I'll put this to rest because I said this the last time and I need to look up .org. Okay, so this isn't going to get dark either. At any rate, I wonder, I was trying to say that I have, I'm in danger of going to that site. So let me look on DuckDuckGo because maybe it's, maybe it's a Bing thing. Um, well, anyway, so the website that we're trying to find is not dot info. Um, I was pretty sure it was. I figured that Google was just, you know, always a 
either. Um, I'm going to have to look for that because uh, I've been there before and I've seen them. I don't know if the site is down. Uh, but it was resignations.something. So it was CEO and government officials that were um, resigning um, or leaving or fired or anything, just any any of these open positions. And it was uh, interesting to look at how many people were resigning from all these different positions, like, each month. So we'll find that information, though. And um, basically these governments have fallen, okay? Now... I don't know. A lot of people think America is Babylon. I'm not so sure that I, I think that. Um, a lot of people that claim to know prophecy, you know, don't even, you know, they're not teaching, never brought up uh, the topics that are going on in the world right now as far as, like, the human trafficking, uh, sacrificing children to Moloch, um, all of these things. They will not speak against Hollywood or um, government officials. And so, you know, I, I believe they have no light. So that being said, what is Babylon? Um, I'm going to take a stab at it. I think Babylon is um, our current day government. I think the way it's set up, um, you know, voting things in, into play and voting people into positions. I, I think all of that is Babylon. It's confusion. It has been. Uh, things can't get done because of all the red tape. So that's that's just a guess. And it could be, you know, a couple of different things at, at one time. However, the, the thing that I'm going to say is that the world seems to be not governed by anything or anyone right now. Now, we've talked about Trump having royal bloodline. We've talked about Melania being um, of royal blood also. Two different countries, though. Um, so it would seem like probably different bloodlines would be my guess. But, you know, I'm... I'm not sure about that. You never know when it comes to royalty. So, and also note, you know, there's a lot of stuff about the royals in the news right now, and everybody's trying to focus everybody's attention on, you know, Harry and Meghan, and just know that whenever they're really trying to draw you into some kind of storyline and hype it up and make that the big news, be on the lookout because they're trying to do something else and it just so happens that while they're talking about Harry and Meghan and the royals, um, which don't even exist anymore, the royals are now defunct. They are not running anything. Um, but at any rate, you know, they're doing something else. And what happens to be going on right now is this HR, I think it's 127, uh, where they're trying to take gun rights from people. So, you know... Always look for what's really going on. When you hear big news, really step out of it, step out of yourself for a minute, and try to look in other places and see what's going on in the government. 
whether it's federal or state government. Something's in the news to cover up something they're doing or going to do or want to do. Um, there, it's a distraction. It's always that there's always distractions, and there's plenty of them. Um, you know, some of the, you know, nine eleven was a distraction, so we couldn't have Nasara or Jasara. So, you know, look for distractions and just know that there there's an awful lot of peeling of this onion that has to happen before the Mashiach or the Messiah um, will come to save us. We are going to be on the brink of destruction. This is not, you know, next week Trump's just going to take back over. I The more I step back and stop trying to look at things through my own understanding. Remember the Bible says, lean not on your own understanding. When The more I do that, the more I see that, you know, there's a lot of things that still have to happen before Nasara. Now, why do I say that? Because Nasara and Medbeds were kind of all supposed to come around the same time, you know, is what we were all kind of thinking along those lines, you know, within, you know, the Q movement. Well, Nasara and, and Medbeds, think about this. You're getting a new monetary gold-backed system, and you're getting the healing and the youthfulness of being 30 years old again, um, you know, with perfect bodies. Doesn't that sound like heaven? Streets of gold. We're going to have streets of gold. We're going to have new bodies, right? And Trump's going to bring that. And, you know, he's going to work on us, and then he's going to work on the rest of the world. So it's going to be Nasara and then Jasara, just so you know. Um, so he's preparing some things. What's he preparing? Well, you know, you have to, you have to step back and let these people do the, the stuff they're going to do because you know you're going to have to save those people from the, the, the dirty rotten deep state people and all their plans and actions that they are um, trying to do right now. So we are, you know, we're, we're going to see some bad stuff, um, bad plans anyway. Maybe, you know, I don't know how far things will be allowed to be carried out. Um, but, you know, we, we have some, some pretty, pretty bad stuff that still awaits. Um, now, the one thing that crossed my mind is, you know, if I'm right on my timeline, what does that mean for Trump? So if Trump is the Messiah, and we know that, that Jesus, you know, died for our sins and all that, which I, I've just have always had trouble with that narrative. And so I'm, I'm just going to kind of put this out there. And you can take it or leave it, you know, think about it. Put it in the back of your mind. You don't have to make a decision right now. You don't have to make a decision at all. Just kind of think about it and just know that there's maybe a different opinion out there. Um, but if, if that were the case, then that means that has to happen unless it meant, unless it was a figuratively speaking kind of thing, and I, I, I don't know that it's going to be. I think it will be a literal thing. Um, but I don't know how things are, you know, going to come together. You know, it's really, it's supposed to be obscure. 
we're supposed to know certain things. Um, and but I, I don't see a twenty twenty four run for Trump, um, politically. I think he'll be in power, but I don't think it's going to be about you know an election and all this other. I think um, he's currently in power, but he's allowing people to think otherwise because these people have to play out their cards. They have to commit their crimes so they can be arrested. You know, a shoplifter's not a shoplifter until they went out the door. So they can always change their mind and do the right thing, but they were back. And once they leave the store, there's no denying that they shoplifted. So, you know, kind of keep that in mind. These people have to commit their crimes. They have to do what they're going to do. And you have to see that you need a savior, that you need somebody right now. Other than that, you're going to get an assaulter. Do you want an assaulter or do you want a savior, right? So I think there, you know, we've still got a lot of things we're going to see, but I do think things are going to speed up and it's going to work quickly. Now, if we do hear stories of anything happening to Trump, just know, you know, that that um, if I'm right, three days, three nights, bam, he's back. And that's, I think, when everybody's going to really realize that, you know, he is what he is. I think that will be the telling thing. So, you know, just just some thoughts. Uh, You know, you don't have to agree with me. It doesn't matter to me if you do or not because the truth is going to be the truth. It's going to – it doesn't necessarily present itself when I want it to, just like the whole, you know, conspiracy theory about, you know, birth certificates and all that. Well, now we're finding out it's getting a little more mainstream, you know, knowledge. You know, people are talking about it more. There, a lot of people know about this now. It doesn't sound so woo-woo anymore. And, you know, there, there's just a lot of things that are coming out. So, you know, truth is going to come out whenever it does. We can't control that, but... It is self-evident, so it, it's going to prove itself whenever it does, and there's nothing anybody can do to speed it up, slow it down, or anything else. So, you know, just that's just my, my thoughts for the day, and I'm probably going to end it because this is probably the longest podcast I've ever had, and um, I'll do, I'll, I'll pick up on this tomorrow, and we'll talk some more about the birth certificates social security cards, and how things kind of come together um, and what some people have done in the past that has actually, you know, caused them a lot of trouble um, because the deep state does not want this out. It's coming out, but for years it just wasn't the time. And so a lot of people, you know, had a really, really, really tough time fighting this beast. And, you know, now it's... um, coming more mainstream so that's good so um you know y'all bless up and have a great day and i will catch you tomorrow i've been asking where the trump supporters are right why we've been so quiet where all the trumpies at right that's what i've been hearing we've been here the whole time we don't need a safe space we don't burn down our cities we don't riot when things don't go our way and if we lose a fair one Accept defeat with humility.